Hey, I'm Nana. Oh, wow, wait, I'm not Nana. Pilot, forgive me. For I have. Is but it... why are you even introducing yourself as me? I don't know. I just went on autopilot. It was like, hey, I'm Nada. And I was like, wait, I'm not. I fuck you. I thought and... that was intentional, Ta. No, it really wasn't. It's just a brain fart. Hey, I'm Bonkio, is what I wanted to say. And you say, hi, I'm Bonkio. No. <laughs> <sighs> All right, the moment is passed. This is African, not American. <laughs> <laughs> a show where we really get a subset of the African diaspora, which is us, the children of African immigrants growing up and who grew up in America. So today we want to talk about Harriet the movie. Um, it's, I feel like we say it all the time. We're both from Maryland. Um, we talked about this movie when it was like more like previews or budding stages. We yeah. both seen it. And we both have heard about all the controversies that are circling Please around. Please don't. <laughs> so, um, I was hoping oh we could God. have a a parlay, a parlance, if you will, <laughs> to discuss. Is this going to be a British accent there, girl? Yes, darling. <laughs> of course. <laughs> nah, it sounds like a bougie American, rather. Oh, but that, that's oh. All- <laughs> yeah, actually, that's what I sound like. <laughs> Okay, well, I can talk about this if you prefer it. I just want us to have a bit of a chat about this movie and what it means to us and about some of the things that we've been hearing about people saying online about the lady who plays Harriet Tubman and all of this stuff. So I want to kind of like just dig in. So this is the problem with my British accent. Um, I spent some time in the UK. I got family there and I came back from the US. I used to make fun of them and their accent. And then it became mine. So when I got back to the U.S., I was talking like this all the time. Um, but when I was in the U.K., people would be like, oh, you sound like you're from England. You, you sound like you're from the U.K., just not here. Just like some some region that I don't the know. The rural parts? No, just like some region because I have a bit of Cockney. I've got a bit of North London. I just kind of mix it all Listen, up girl, together. That's not your own, the only problem with your accent. But that's okay. Let's move on. Haters, we always <laughs> I am not hating. The haters I told you the truth. Every time I tell you the happy. truth. You call me and a I'm hater. not worried that's about like your, it. like your natural reflex to call me a hater. I am simply going to shake you off. Anyway, let's talk about. I'm speaking with British accent because the woman who plays Harriet. See how I did that? Harriet. The woman who plays Harriet is actually British. Well, she's British Nigerian. And her name is Cynthia Arivo, I think. I mean, that's how people pronounce it. I wonder if that's how you pronounce it. How you I actually mean, pronounce Arivo? it. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I don't know. It. Let's not try and Africanify it. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't need to go there. Well, sometimes you know when people like take I don't know, I see that with Arabic names a lot. When they try and like you try and you try or Indian names, they try and make it this thing and it's like that's nah. That's that we didn't need to do all of that. That's not how they pronounce them. But anyway, so Cynthia Arivo is a British Nigerian actress and uh she plays Harriet. She also played Celie in the musical for Color Purple. Oh, um, did you see that? No, I just know she plays Steely. I mean, I know The Color Purple, of course. I've seen that movie like a million times. I'm you know, those about the play. Yeah. Did you see the movie? I think you didn't, right? Why are you trying to call me out here, Monkeo? Yeah, I think I, I plead the fifth. I don't, I don't, what, how are you, what, 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 
What are you I'm talking about, girl? Call you out. I remember <laughs> us talking about like quintessentially <laughs> black movies, and I think Color Purple was one of the ones you hadn't seen. Um, but it's an important movie. It's like you know, I don't know, thirty years old at this point. Um, the movie, and then the role, of course, is like you know, quintessentially black. Like a lot of references, pop culture references as well to the movie. So. A lot of people were not happy, not happy at all with the casting because, well, first of all, because Mr. Revo is British and she's not American and Harriet Tubman was an American hero. Let's not get confused about that bit. Um, see what happens there? I get real like slick well, with it. When you, I get you need to, because I, I'm not understanding what you're saying. I'm not understanding your English. So you need to just, you know, tone it down a little bit. Darling, my English is perfect. I'm sure I'm speaking for a bunch of people. I'm speaking the Queen's English. So if you can't understand me, then there's something wrong with your ears. (laughs) Okay, let me stop. Um, Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, you talk about my singing. You talk about my singing. I never, I I never purported, I never, I have never, ever, ever said I was a good singer. Okay. No, no, I'm catching it. I'm getting a vibe. A song here, please out. don't hurt my song, ears. My heart. Oh my God. This is the pot. Calling the kettle black. This is the pot. Calling the kettle black. You be saying, I can't sing, but you can't sing either. And you don't know how to act. This is the pot. I have never said I had any sort of musical talent. <laughs> at least when it comes to my voice, okay? Believe in yourself, Nana. Believe in yourself. This is not belief. You know, I'm, I live in reality. Unlike and some again, folks. yeah, don't go Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <Girl>, bye. <laughs> Let's stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Um, um, back to Cynthia. Well, some people don't think she was sticking to the rivers and the lakes that she's used to because she's black British over here playing American heroes. But is and it, is also it... because of a tweet. Yeah. I think that's what people's biggest problem is because of that tweet. What? No, I do think that it happens a lot that, you know, when a British black, a black British mm-hmm. person is casted for a role that is an American role, heads roll. Well, and people do, 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 do remark at, remark, say something about it. Like when she would tell a Geo 4 played, I forgot the dude's name, but when he was in 12 Years a Slave, yeah. people were annoyed with the casting. However, he didn't have no tweet that they could pull up. To also yeah. add insult to injury or add fuel to the fire. So, do we want to read the tweet? The tweet yes, please, please, because I think reading so, is important. She was replying to someone called Joel Montague. I don't know. Um, and it says parentheses ghetto American accent. So, baby, you know, I got you. I'ma sing it to you, but I still gotta do what I gotta do. You feel me? Hashtag scene XXX. Um, so for those of you who didn't know, that's basically what the tweet that she put out back in January of 2013 said. Obviously, I mean, I can see why people were offended. Um, Let's put it a little bit in context as well, because I think she's come out and said she's come out and put the tweet in context. She said that it was, you know, a tweet regarding a song that she'd written um, when she was 16. So that's why that came up. She was just trying to sing her song in writing to Joel. Uh, But yeah. But it's still, you know. um... (laughs) Why couldn't she do a British ghetto accent? But, yeah. I mean, they've got it. They got it there. 
<laughs> darling, they got their own versions, yeah? But, I mean, I think what it is, um, you know what, you know, I'm slipping into the British thing. I got to stop it. I got to stop myself. Um, I think the problem is that when it comes to culture, American culture is global. And when it comes to global American culture, black culture is kind of where it's at. Um, I do see with these lyrics, like, I totally see, I see with my cousins, yeah? My cousins, you know, back there. There is, I want to say an imitation, but there is a, there is an idolization of American culture and black American culture. And unfortunately, the way that things get exported is that it does get simplified into these things like get to American accent. What, what is, I think about it in terms of like, if this is a white person that posted that, how would people feel? Yeah. And I think we would be offended. Yeah. If it, even if even if it was Benedict Cumberbatch, who I love, I love me some Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that he's a great actor. He's a great actor. I, don't, I mean, I must, I must give him that. I, must give him that. I actually didn't like him as Doctor Strange or whatever he was in the Mar- in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that's also because of all the never mind. There's also whitewashing and all that stuff that happened in that movie. But we're gonna leave it alone because um, the master was supposed to be Asian. But we leave it alone. They gave it to. <laughs> <laughs> neither the place nor the time um i'm sorry i think i got a bit off track yeah you sure did why are we talking about marvel but nah, no. nah, lift me up what i'm saying <laughs> oh what i'm saying is that even if it was benedict cumberbatch or or a better a better analogy although what he said was far worse what Liam leeson said right before that movie oh. widows came out when he was like i needed to go look for it was just really really offensive and and weird um, I would be offended. And so I understand why people were offended by Cynthia's tweet. Yeah. At the same time, I've got black British family and I can see how that happened because people do this, this essentialization of American. I think, okay, let me not say it like that. Everybody essentializes everyone else's culture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is that, cause I mean, look, I've had people <laughs> in the Arab world come up to me and be like, what's up, my nigga? And I go, who the, f-? like, excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> because they know that I am American, right? They're trying to, like, bridge gaps yeah. using the cultural context that they have. And unfortunately, yeah. the things that they have are not the best images. Yeah. Um. So I, on the one hand, don't hold it against Cynthia, like the tweet that she made in 2013, when there are people who are making problematic tweets today. Yeah. But I I think, too, that, like, she hasn't, like, adequately just, just apologized. That's that's exactly what my problem is with it because she keeps saying it was say, my the tweet was taken my tweet was taken out of context just Cynthia just apologize and move on yep. just say a simple I'm sorry it's we'll never kind of too late to apologize oh we'll it's never too late <laughs> okay sorry it's too late to apologize <laughs> it's never too late if she has just late. done that that was too late because she <laughs> has <laughs> left out of control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know why people don't people. just do it more. It's so simple. You know what? I was I ignorant. One. Yes, she doesn't yeah. feel sorry. She feels yeah. like the tweet wasn't problematic. That's what it is. So yeah. it's like, you know, let me justify the tweet. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's fair. And I think that's the part of it that's still icky. And I guess that's what I was getting at was like, mm, if someone from another, like, uh, what's her name? Gina Rodriguez said the N-word on Instagram and still didn't really 
you know. Girl, I'm still that, mad. that one I felt like that was that was a little bit of a stretch. She was No, no. I'm sorry. Really? She made me I love Jane the Virgin, but I could not watch that final season because I was so annoyed with her. I skipped it all because the way of the, because watch- of all the lyrics because of what she no, said because of her problematic or- behavior before. Like what where why don't we have a Latino Black Panther? I'm like She said what? Stop. She said, Why don't we have a lot? Anyway, but that's not the that's not the topic of the show. <laughs> what I mean is that you can and then she apologized by saying like her dad is Afro-Latino. Uh, I don't think yeah. that that's true. People so <laughs> it just it just reaches a point where you just need to be like, you know what? My bad. I said something. I I this was the context, but I understand why. I understand that it is hurtful to people, and so I want mm-hmm. to apologize for that. Yeah. Um. And you can say that in a way that's not like, well, I'm sorry that y'all are just so like. No, if it that you don't yeah. understand it, and I'm a black woman, and blah blah blah, because I've also seen a lot of like, you know, people being like, again, this is complicated because of the tweet, but people being like, well, you're not even a black American, how can you play this character, or how can you play these black American characters, mm. and she's kind of being, I think it does put you on the defensive, and then you're like, well, you know, of course, of course you can play it, like, you can, but like, if you want people to not make hashtags about how much you suck and like say all this negative people, stuff people are refusing to watch the movie based on this tweet yeah which is really sad because you know it is what it is so i think that as far as the tweet goes you should just apologize and kept it moving like yeah, that would, yeah. would have resolved a lot of issues it really would have and it's gonna dog you for a while yeah and american movies well, are and people, the Americans don't forget. Look at Lovey. I mean, everything that Lovey, well, whether, whether good or bad, it just that's the first thing that comes up. Well, that's the other piece is that like I've seen things where it's like, well, Cynthia Revo aligns herself with Lovey Ajay, who's also a Black American oh, yeah, hater. So <laughs> I guess that doesn't but, help. <laughs> but you know what's funny? It doesn't affect Yvonne Orji. No. No, right, and she has a podcast yeah. with Lovey, and people don't yeah. say that about her. Yeah. But you know what? You gotta know. You got to know your place as an African dot American yeah. or a British African or whatever, Nigerian British, whatever you want to call it. And when people say that you've offended me, be like, oh, my bad. I'm really sorry that, yeah. that, that I did that. It really takes some time to like reflect on like X, Y, or Z. I mean, I don't know. But so there's that. Well, despite that tweet, I did see the movie because I saw it on opening night because I love me some Harriet Tubman. That's a weird thing to say, but I'm a Marylander. Yeah, it's a Dorchester County. That, yeah, that she had to run away from because, you know. <laughs> That's why I trailed off, girl. <laughs> I know. I was like, Brenda Dulles and Harriet Tubman, one of the most important, some of the most important figures in the um, anti-slavery movement of the 1800s and even, in, you know, uh civil war reconstruction and you know black american heroes and all that but yeah they're from maryland but maryland wasn't really down with them at the time um i think cincia revo is a good actress and i i figured that it would be a decent enough movie um but now there's also controversy about the movie itself which i Okay, we'll just talk about it and we talk about it. So a lot of people are saying that it's a white savior movie because there is a black, like, what do you call them? Bounty hunter? Like, basically a black slave catcher. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. No, I'm not going to say everything that happens, but there's a a part in the movie where there's a black bounty hunter. Um, This person is fatally wounded, let me say. 
by <laughs> someone <horrible>. else, <laughs> by a white slave owner character. And people say that this makes it a white savior movie. Some other people have said some of the other people in the movie, the white people in the movie, were also set up to be white savory. I, I did uh, not see that, but exactly. girl. I, I didn't see it. As a Marylander, um, one of my first critiques in talking to another friend was like, them accents weren't right. I was like, why do they sound like they're in from realize that this is this is Hollywood. This is I mean, the no, story I, has been somewhat I'm sure it's not completely historically, you know. I mean, based. nobody was there. Nobody's old enough to be there. <laughs> and Harry Tubman been dead for like over hundred years. So I well, reckon you realize that parts of this is fiction. So we, right. we No, I get that, but I would say that like Yeah, I think the white savior piece, like I don't see it at all. I think that if anything, the white people were caricatures in a way yeah. that like they aren't usually. And I didn't have a problem with that because I'm tired of slavery movies where like, you know, a friend asks, like, can I watch this? Cause like, I don't want to be traumatized. Like how much whipping, how much blood, how much yeah. rape and all yeah. that. Like, Actually, there's not that much. It was in the- not, yeah. It is yeah. not like when I contrasted, I contrasted it with my feeling for after 12 years of slave, which was an important movie to watch. Yeah. Uh, I was drained. You just leave yeah. that movie. You don't want to talk to nobody. You, you just don't go home. Talk. I don't want to see anybody. You just walk away. Yeah. Because there's yeah. nothing to say. Whereas this, it was like, you know what? This was great. This was actually and a really nice. You know, after I finished watching it, the, the audience clapped. Um, which oh, I really? felt interesting. Uh, yeah, I saw it with a room full of people. So nobody clapping, but people did just get it. <laughs> well, there were, there were a, mix, a mix of folks in there. I was visiting a friend in um on the on the on the west coast quote-unquote the best coast um in in a rural part of Washington so that might have had something to do with it but people were respectful yeah um, I just like even if the black slave character didn't exist historically do people not realize that black people were also slave catchers mm-hmm. and that black slaves also told on other people who are runaways and Say i don't it again after being you know uh crippled or whipped or anything they were just like look i saw so and so was about to run massa so you need to like take care of that that did happen mm-hmm. that's actually a thing that happened mm-hmm. and so i just saw that character as them trying to like it's not even trying to show black people in a bad light, but show the complexity of like what this did. It's the same thing as like highlighting the fact that like her father was a free black man and he did yeah. actually buy her mom's free. And her mom her was husband. actually freed, except her the master never the yeah. one who took yeah. her never yeah. actually gave her her freedom. And that's actually a real thing. And so yeah, yeah I was like, I was like, how is this a white savior movie when it literally starts with this premise? The reason why that that bounty hunter met his fatal end was actually not to save yes. Harriet. It was to save was her to, so to, that the white person yes. could do what he really wanted yes. to do. And yes. I think I, I just, I don't, I, I really scratch my head when I see people saying this. And actually, some of the people saying this have never seen the movie. Uh. <laughs> so how are you on here? tweeting and posting and saying all these things yeah but it's it's really sad because i have had people i mean i think you know if you want to see it see it if you don't want to see it because you don't like cynthia revo or whatever the other reasons are that's also fair or maybe you're just tired of slavery movies because i am i'm tired of biopics like this this was very i felt like this was a little different i think it was useful but like as a genre i am like gotcha we, we could just have stories about black people who just happen to be black and have stuff happening to them like in that life, is true yeah. right 
Like yeah. it doesn't need to be. Um, I remember meeting a woman in my many travels and she was African-American and she was like, why don't we have a black people bridges of Madison County? Just a love story. You know what I mean? Just, just oh, a there thing. Is one coming up with, um, with, uh, Easter Ray and Easter that Ray, from, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, was it sorry to bother you? No, it's not. What's his name? Yes, he was. He was in both. He was in Sorry to Bother You and uh, Get Out. Uh, the guy from, yep, yep. Yeah, but you didn't see Sorry to Bother You, did you? I didn't see Sorry to Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just want to make a point to see as many black movies. There was that summer I saw Sorry to Bother You. The other one with the brother from Blackish. Damn, I forgot what it was called. But anyway, and Black Klansman. I remember that summer I was like, I'm watching all of these. Um, I yeah, only watched two out. of those. Yeah. The point is, like, th- there are movies coming out, and there always have been, right? But they were quote unquote black movies. Soul Food was a movie about a family, right? It wasn't like centered oh, on yeah. slavery. Brown sugar, but, all of them. Yeah. yeah, but those things have always been like niche black films or urban films or whatever. Um, and so it's not quite the same thing. The black movies or the movies of black characters that get all the buzz tend to be, you know, the biopics about the Nelson Mandela's and the Frederick Douglass's and the Harriet Tubman's of the world. Um, With that said, I did, I I liked the movie. It wasn't perfect. It it wasn't perfect, but it was a good, I felt, I felt like it was a good movie. You learned a lot in the movie and it was about, you know, empowerment. You, You left empowered. Yeah, I like that all the black characters had agency. Like, it wasn't... I know I've read reviews where... I think it was an article in Vulture where they were like, they didn't see Harriet Tubman's vulnerability. And I was like, you know, I didn't want to see her vulnerability. She talks about... What do they like, mean by they didn't see her vulnerability? Well, you didn't see her doubt herself in any way. And I get it. Like, that can well, be a more... She had strong faith. Right. But, like, even with strong faith, right? Like, even if you want to... You know, any religious figure, I think... Mm-hmm. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Jesus like prayed a lot right before yeah. the being picked up, right? Yeah. So if you are saying that even the like fat fa- not founder, but like the, the the focus of this religion had a moment of like I don't really want to do this. Mm. All of us oh, as individuals, yeah. human beings, do. Yeah. Um, and I think that the that's fair. Um, but I think that when we have so many biopics and so many movies with slavery that put us where the focus is really on the horrific nature of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's done masterfully well, right? Like 12 was 12 years of slave was masterfully done, but there was a lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor because of that. Right. Uh-huh. And I think that this movie, I think that Harriet opted to like you said, be uplifting yeah. and to show a black woman who everyone else is like, you're too small. You have like Tourette syndrome or whatever. You have these fainting, it's not Tourette spells, syndrome. Yeah. You have these fainting spells. You, you're mentally damaged. Like you're not capable of like risking it all to go down south and get bring people to freedom and all that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that she didn't doubt herself. Maybe she did doubt herself. She obviously but might have. show it, yeah. And honestly, even as a kid, I used to think about it because I knew that she never lost a passenger on the Underground Railroad. I was like, if mm-hmm. I had to go back in time, I'd be one of the people that she brought because I would know that I would make it, right? Like, I, <laughs> it's a dumb thing to think about. Your but like, faith as in a kid, her. You know, you know yeah. just because 
not really my faith in her. It's a historical fact. Like, she didn't lose anybody. I was like, so this is where I'd be a baby on the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman. That's where I no, would be. No, but back then go. you would have had, because because he knew that, you would, you know. Yeah, I'd have to, if that's, how, if that's how I had to do it, that's what I would do. You know, let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on Cynthia, on people saying that Cynthia, because Cynthia is British Nigerian, she shouldn't have played this role? No, I don't think that that's. I think the, like think the was the it director have... slash producer, they talked to her about that and she said, I picked the best person to play. I think that this goes back to the larger thing about um, quotas and like who is best fit and all of that. Um, I understand the concern, but the larger problem is that there are so few movies made about us that when there is one, then we get into this, like this should be like this or that should be like that. Yeah. Nobody said anything when Will Smith played a, a Nigerian. With a with a Kenyan yeah, accent in the concussion movie, <laughs> right? Like I don't. No, I, girl, that is that true. accent was really bad. So I think that like I understand it. Nobody but it's that when Tatala played, uh, what Tatala Lord? Yeah, what when he, played, he did a yeah. good job. He yeah. did a good job in Black Panther. So it's not. Um, I think that obviously, like those kinds of ideas are weird ones. Now, if she had been like a white British actress, that yes, would have been course. a different. Yeah, that would, she embodied Harriet. She looked like Harriet. I she mean, looks like her. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's look, what's she important. Looks like she's, but the, the well, other, I mean, the, go ahead. Go ahead. The other thing, though, that I found interesting was that you know, after I finished watching the movie. I went back to go and I researched, I did a little bit of research to see because I was cu- just curious to see who in Harriet Tubman's family was um, brought from the continent. And it was her grandmother. So she could, Harriet, I'm sure, knew, you know, that she was, what, two generations removed mm-hmm. from that. And you also have, I mean, w- with Cynthia's case, granted, Cynthia, they willingly, I'm, I'm guessing, immigrated to. No, not because of slavery, but you know, whether I don't know, a war or something, or exile, whatever. Yeah. But they willingly may have moved to England, and but she is also a descendant of of Af- immigrants. So it's like it's not that far. I'm like at the end of the day. Not are you stretching it with that? We're talking about someone who was enslaved. At the end of the day, by force and the and the life ex- as a slave and the life experiences the of that children. That African link. No, We're talking about the experiences lived. No, I don't. I don't agree with that because, like, if this at the end of the day we all have that African link, then what are we doing on a podcast called African American? There are differences. Differences and experiences li- experiences lived. I don't I think, think that. I agree with you that the, her experience as like the fact that she's grew up in Britain or she's black British should not occlude her from playing an American role. Just like it shouldn't. The, the, the opposite is also true. Um, it, it doesn't stop African-Americans from playing the roles of like African characters. Um, but it is this issue of like how much of the pie we have so little piece of the pie that we're fighting each other about who gets that slice as opposed to how do we get how do we get our own pie and how do we make sure that like the diversity that is within us is actually shown highlighted i think yeah it's highlighted that's the part that's really hard um i don't have you know i i think another interesting thing with the movie is that 
um, when I was talking about the accents and I was saying the accents, like I get it is rural Maryland, but we don't sound like we're from Mississippi. Like, <laughs> how do you know back in the day people weren't sound like people don't sound, they, they don't sound like that now. <laughs> But uh, a friend looked it up and like the main slave, uh, the slave owner, like Harriet's like presumed master, he's actually British. And I was like, oh, you know what probably happened? They said, just like how she said American ghetto accent, they said 1800 slaveholder accent. Boom. We got you. (laughs) Plow. And that also is. I mean, those are the things that you don't notice unless you're from there, right? Like you saw Joy Luck Club. I remember when Joy, not Joy, was it Joy Luck Club? I'm sorry, Memoirs of a Geisha. Uh, that came out and a lot of the Asian people from there were from the Joy Luck Club. And I was like, that's the lady. Are these Chinese American actors? Or are these Japanese American actors? And going, okay, this, this is a little, this is a little tricky, but you wouldn't know unless you were part of that community. And I think that that's some of what happened here. Um, yeah, white people tripping. They ain't tripping about the British actors. Why? Because they have the representation that they have is so varied and so much that it's and not. They, a, have, it's, they have a lot of representation of you know of them in movies. Right. <laughs> it's like you, well, that's why the, so few movies for us by us. That's what. That's happened. why people are like, no, like this needs to be territory for us, or that needs to be territory for us. I mean, I've had people say things like. Well, I've heard people say things like there's over-representation of African people in, in American media. And I was like, uh, ex- uh what? <laughs> I also don't think, I also, I would like to see that on how that's true. Um, but it is, it is. Over-representation of Africans in American media? In American media. Oh, oh, please list the, na- list the movie. Right, I think we can oh, list people. Okay, books? just because. Well, maybe, but, I mean, when there's if they're saying media, does do books literally work? No, I don't mean. Or, I think even if we're talking about movies, just because Chiwetela Ejiofor and John Boyega and Lupita Nyong'o are popping right now, that does not account for the. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, of yeah, all yeah, these yeah. different names and all these different kinds of people. Yeah. And I think that 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 starting point is a weird starting point to be. But again. We're fighting each other for the scraps and we should be trying to figure out how we like set our own table. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, um, what's his name? Set up a studio in Atlanta. What's his name? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, no, he, I mean, hope and, 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 you know, and that's that, really you know, fighting and all kinds of black people yeah. were there. Um, and they're filming they'll film movies there right now so that's great that's you know that's about getting a piece of the pie now we can talk about some of them movies that Mr. Perry himself has produced Um, but I think it's a step in the right direction I love those movies I don't we can talk about that we can talk about that later um I'm really excited that that studio exists. I think the symbolism of it being on like a old plantation, all of that, beautiful, beautiful. The dedication um, to, to to the fact that he's dedicated some of the lots to you know, with the names of the, the great names of the great actors. Great. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so there's a lot to kind of say there. I don't think we've actually talked much about the movie because we don't. We do. I I think I our mean, verdict is go see it. And make your yeah, own go see it and and do pay attention because I th- and don't go in there. I know folks are going to go in there with everything that they've read. Um, I hadn't read any of that before going in. 
I Googled afterwards <laughs> to see what people were saying. And I was like, uh, that's not what I saw. That's not what I saw. That's not what, that not, that's not what yeah, I saw. I, I mean, I think things are going to be open to interpretation. But honestly, this is one of those things where, like, the things people are saying are so far left field. Like, yep. the tweet and whether or not that was an offensive tweet. And that's blah, a different blah, That is... Yeah. I feel like that's far more salient and makes a lot more sense. But people are really making, to me, jumps in logic when they say that this is a white savior movie. Because I I, 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 I don't know. I almost feel like I need to go frame by frame with someone to tell me how. <laughs> of all the movies where, out where there, this is a that. white savior movie. Yeah. Yes, Harriet is a magical Negro almost. I mean, she does. It is almost comical. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I will say that piece that she, but you know what? The producer of the show did say, I listened to an NPR interview and she said she, or the director of the movie, not the producer of the show. This movie is, is kind of like in the tradition of the superhero origin story. Mm-hmm. That's what she was going for. And I did come in. It comes, it comes across. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of it's very like, okay, girl. All right. Danger's over there. Let's go this way. It was all kind of a, a bit, you well, know. But, well, they, they do say that Harriet did have. She did have spells, but I spells think that like there was. was I, yeah, I think my friend who saw it with me, who was just kind of like, but like wasn't into that piece. And I just thought, well, you know, it's really, how else do you portray what she believed to what yeah. she credited for being a big part of like her success her. and her strength, right? Like those spells giving her wisdom. And I did read about her and the John Brown, mm-hmm. um, the raid. She yeah. was going to take a part in that, but she had a vision and was like, nah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. So uh, I think those kinds of things, when you want to show her as like, this little woman who's larger than life, who is gifted, who speaks to God, mm-hmm. who is braver than any of the other mama jamas out there. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, go go see it. I I after seeing it, I called one of my sisters and told her, you know, take your daughter, who's I think old enough yeah. to see it. Take her to see it because this is this is empowering. At least I left empowered. Yeah. So check it I, out. Yeah, definitely. You know watch it and then say what you you think but let us know what you think did you think that harriet if you watched it now if you didn't watch it we don't want to hear from you i mean (laughs) what are you basing it on but if you watched harriet and thought it was a white savior film like let us know your thoughts like why what 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 are the things that we are perhaps missing what did you see and no don't say like what did you see no what What did you see no i don't mean (laughs) nada what are the things that you saw that really you know that that give you that kind of like visceral reaction or made you feel that yes this is a white savior movie through and through um follow us comment on our platforms (laughs) on our platforms instagram facebook african.american yeah african.american with the dot spelled out uh, write us at african.american at gmail.com. Listen to our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play, Play, and on our website. Yeah. Guess what it is? African.american.com. Thanks so much for listening. I see you later. Yeah.